0: Welcome back to Running Deep Podcast. Uh, we are so excited for this month for our guests that we have. And um, we have my dear friend, Casey Prihoda with us this month. And she's actually FaceTiming with me. So the audio is going to sound a little bit different or a little bit off. We've been struggling with the audio for the last like half an hour. But we did it. We're here and we're excited to um, hear from Casey. She's going to talk to us about um, body image and what that looks like for her. So thanks for joining me, Casey. It's good to see your face today. And
1: yeah, this is so fun. Um, (laughs) yeah, just excited to share just what I've been learning and just how the Lord has been growing me. And I know that this is something you and I have talked about for several years. So the journey continues, but we're in the fight. Um, yeah, So I can just share a little bit about myself quick. I probably will know a lot of you from having been at Candeo, but um, my husband Jordan and I just moved to Florida at the end of August to help with our church plant there, Salt Church. Um, So we've been here about like seven months. And um, when I say the name Jordan, many of you probably know Jordan from him working at Candeo for several years really kind of working from youth ministry to like college to then community side before we moved. Um, so yeah, we're familiar with, you know, Cedar Falls and we definitely still call that home. I'd say mm-hmm. to some extent, but, um, so yeah, we have a son Asher who is like 17 months now, which is crazy. It feels like just yesterday he was one, and, um, just a little backstory since this is about body image. Um, I figured I should probably kind of intro my struggles with it specifically and when that started and what that's kind of like unfolded to me. And yeah. so what I really would say is probably up until college, I didn't struggle at all. Like I, I don't ever remember dieting or being restrictive or looking in the mirror and not liking something about myself. Um, I was really thin. I could eat whatever I wanted. I worked out all the time for sports. And so it was like, never a question of like, am I going to gain weight or am I going to lose weight again and gain it back? And so it really wasn't until I went to college and I think probably just wasn't taking great care of myself, like Mm. not sleeping the most, eating junk food, not really working out. And so that I think kind of spurred and also just dealt with a lot of like mental health stuff in the midst of it. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that contributed. But, um, yeah, my freshman year in college was kind of when this all began, which was like 10 years ago, 11 years <laughs> ago. So that's why I say journey because yeah. it, it, it ebbs and flows for sure. But, um, yeah, so just kind of off and on since college, really not something I dealt with prior and yeah. so has definitely been challenging and eye opening for sure.
0: Yeah, so like Casey said when when uh she first started talking about herself is like this is something that, you know, Casey and I have talked about a lot over the years of our friendship and I've talked to a lot of women uh recently about body image and I just thought let's let's just talk about this and at least start the conversation and um, body image has a lot of different um, avenues that this might show up in someone's life. But in general, what do we mean, Casey, or what do you mean when, when someone says body image, or when you say I struggle with body image?
1: Yeah, that's funny you asked that, because I so freely say like, body image is hard for me right now. I'm struggling. And I don't think I'd ever like to it. I just assumed yeah people know what I'm talking about. So my like, Before I even like looked up the technical term, I just put it as like how we view ourselves and the way that we look is Mm -hmm. kind of a simple term. When I looked up the definition, very similar. It's just a person's subjective picture or mental image of their own body. So just kind of like what you think about yourself, how you see yourself and just kind of how your thoughts Mm. are really and actions are informed by that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, so
0: it's we're talking about um how you view your physical body. Um and I like the the definition and you kind of talked about this too. It's it's a person's subjective view of themselves. And so um we we all are too critical of ourselves. And so our body image and what we view ourselves might be different than what someone else views. Um it's not like Uh, do you have brown hair or blonde hair? That's like, that's objective. Like I can say you have brown hair, (laughs) Um, but your body image, how you view yourself is going to be different than how I view you. Um, So Mm -hmm. we're talking about how you view your physical body. Um, And this is a very, very common struggle for a lot of women um, in our culture and in the church. Um, And I think in general, more women struggle with it than men. There are men that struggle with it. So I don't want to paint that picture that men don't ever struggle with this. But um, it's just interesting that women struggle more. And just as you think about like our culture today, why do you think women struggle more with it than men?
1: Yeah, I. I mean, you said it. I think just the media and like our culture puts so much pressure on a woman's physical appearance, and I think that that's often equated to if someone's skinnier, they're prettier, they have more value. That means they're healthier, and those things aren't true in and of themselves. But you know, we we're led to believe that if I look X, Y, and Z. I will be prettier or more attractive and, um, you know, I will talk about it a little bit more later, but I think it's such a struggle too, because comparison is just a real thing. Yes. And, um, I know we both like struggle with comparison and we'll talk about that a little bit more, but, um, I think just even for me specifically after just having a baby, not that long ago, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at other people. I know that have had babies around the same time frame, and just like my body's doing different things. My body looks differently. It's mm-hmm. taking my body longer to transition. Yeah. And even though like I use the phrase, getting your body back after baby. And I really don't like that yeah. because I think it is just like, it's not really helpful being mm-hmm. in that spot because you're also, it just leads to the pressure again. If I have to look a certain way and look like I didn't have a baby when I did. Right. Um, So I think just so much pressure, you know, how people were raised, I think, affects a lot of it, of, like, talking about good food and bad food, or if you eat this, it makes you fat, or Mm -hmm. it makes you gain weight, you know? Mm -hmm. So just a lot of pressure and, I think, negative connotation just about food and how that affects our body.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like, the, the world looks at, obviously... When you think of the world in unbelieving terms, so the world's going to only view the physical body for beauty, and mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that later but like when you when you see the our culture and how it's like, okay, so what is beauty? Well, beauty looks a very specific way, especially now that we have social media and all of these filters and I mean even back when I was a kid, you know it's like We had TV and movies and magazines. And even then, it skewed our view of what body image should look like. Because on the magazines, everyone looked a specific way and the body type. But now we have even more so with social media, with all of these filters and ways that you can, like, take a picture of your body to make it look differently. And so everyone's going for this, like, skinny but not too skinny and, you know, large breasted, but not too big, you know, it's just like this very perfect, you know, and I don't want to get into too many specifics, but like it, because that's definitely not helpful, but like in in our culture, it's like you, you have to be skinny and you have to look a certain way and your hair needs to look a certain way and that changes with different fads and you know so it's like Mm -hmm. if your hair is straight and the you know right now what might look good is like super poofy curly hair it's like well then you're not pretty and it's like well right that's not true um Mm -hmm. same thing goes with just like body type or clothes Maybe yeah. maybe the outfit of the year doesn't look great on your body type, you know?
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> um, There's some strange... I mean, you've been to Florida. You get some weird outfits <laughs> here. I'm like, whoa, what's happening? Right, yeah. So that's so what,
0: true. Like, what else would you say the world says about our body image and what it should look like?
1: Yeah, I think... And I have, like, a very specific example in my own life, so I think this is, like, a helpful picture for me is um, that skinny means healthy. Sure. And I don't think that that's always true because, um, like, when Jordan and I were dating and, like, talking about marriage, I was really struggling with anxiety and depression, and Mm -hmm. I was a lot thinner than I am now. But I and I look at those pictures even now and think, oh, I kind of like the way I look. I look skinny. I look good. And then I think, mm. oh, I was not healthy. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, just hard because there's so much more of like a story under the clothes, under the pant size of like why people are the size that they are and the shape and like just how the Lord's made them or different things in their life that it's like, Oh, like, wow, you look really good. You lost as much weight. And it's like, yeah, because I like someone in my family died and I can't eat, you know, it's like, Oh, that, Oh, like, you know, we just associate skinny with like, you look good. Right. And that just doesn't always mean someone is actually like healthy. healthy. Yeah. Um, But I think you hit on it, too. Just like the skinnier is better. It's prettier. It's more attractive, Mm. um, which is not true. But like we believe that because that's all we hear and see everywhere. Right. (laughs) So I don't know. Would you add anything else to that?
0: Yeah. No, I think you hit it. And you know, the, the world tries to define beauty for us and we need to fight against that and define beauty by what God's word says. Um,
1: Absolutely.
0: so before we get into that, I just want to, you kind of started sharing about what, what body image struggles looked like for you and when they started, but share mm-hmm. a little bit more about that. Like how, what has your journey looked like and what does like struggling for you look like with body image?
1: Yeah, I am sad to say I have a long list of different things that can really, like, affect me. Um, But I think just, like, it can manifest in just thinking and saying mean things about my body. Mm -hmm. Like, when I'm looking in the mirror, Um, comparison is huge. I think I can get to a place of, like, coveting, like, wanting to look like someone else or idolizing, like, you know, striving to look a certain way that that will make me happy or like, I will feel content when Mm -hmm. I'm this size, um, weighing myself, Mm -hmm. those scales, they, they're not, they're not my friends. Um, it just, I don't, I mean, we've talked about this. I just don't have a scale at home. It just isn't helpful. Every time I would get on the scale, I like would just be devastated for the rest of the day. And I'm just like, I don't want to live that way. Like, yeah, and there's we'll talk about there's a balance of like being healthy and not just like gaining a ton of weight and like making sure you're eating and exercising but for me it just like really messed with me mentally and just Mm. like I would just be so discouraged that like my day is over like I can't do anything because I'm so fixated on this and I don't want to live that way and um trying on clothes is really hard like mm-hmm. different stores have different sizes and just different materials and things like that like the size that I think I am I usually am actually like having to go up a couple sizes which is discouraging mm. um and you know when you're like looking in the mirror at the store and you can't get the pants over your butt and I'm like okay well I'm gonna go home now mm-hmm. so the, that experience in and of itself usually ends up me in tears and like really Mm. discouraged and like not leaving with any clothes because um yeah I just yeah it's just hard and I think even for me like I think I've been so fixated on like my body and what I look like in different seasons that I I internalize comments that are made about someone else like oh wow that's when she was fat or Mm. that's when oh she gained some weight and I like associate it to myself of like, well, if they think that she's overweight, then they must think that I'm really overweight because I'm bigger than she is. Mm. So just even things that aren't directed at me, like I just, and we'll talk about this later. I think part of what has been the struggle is like, I can get so me focused on right. like my body, the way that I look, how I feel about myself. And I think what the Lord's teaching me recently is like, when we're so focused
0: on ourselves, we're
1: not focusing on him, yep, yeah, so yeah, that's so just, funny that I, you
0: said that 'cause like it like as you're talking, I'm like just kind of a light bulb moment for me is like I think a big like antidote to struggling with body image is self forgetfulness, I mean, Tim Keller absolutely. wrote a book about um I don't even want to call it a book. It's like a pamphlet size, but the freedom of self-forgetfulness. And um, it's yeah. so good, like, how the reminder that, like, we have to get our mind off ourselves and onto the Lord. And the more mm-hmm. we forget in a good way about ourselves, yeah. like, yeah. we're going to free ourselves from the weight of right of those things absolutely so like
1: it just reminds us like as a believer in christ like we're not the point right which yeah. is really a good spot to be yeah it's hard but it's good to like not be so consumed and like self-obsessed with how we're looking yes yeah i think the other last one like couple i would say just real quick would be Like, there have been times when I just don't want to go anywhere because I'm Mm. really insecure in the clothes I'm wearing and, like, the way that I look. And then pictures, taking Mm. pictures and, like, looking at myself in pictures is really, like, a hard thing for me. Mm. Um, Even two days ago at church on Sunday on Easter, we took a family picture and I went back and looked at it and just was like, oh, I just don't like the way that I look. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's wrong. Like, I shouldn't be thinking that way. That's just where my mind goes, unfortunately, like my flesh and so I do think we'll, you know, we're gonna get into some more practical like, okay, yeah. but what do we do with that? Right. So I don't know, what else would you add? You had a couple of thoughts, I think,
0: on this one. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think like body image struggles have come in different like seasons for me. Um, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, uh well, early on, when I was a kid, my with my cleft lip and palate, um, I had, like, really bad teeth. And I was super self-conscious of my teeth before I got braces. And, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to smile. And, like, kids would make fun of me. Um, and then, as I got older, um, that self-conscious, like, moved to my nose. I, like, hated my nose. And I just thought, like it was too big. And anytime I looked at like myself in the mirror, that's all I could see. Like, that's the only thing I could look at. And I think like, I think that's really common for women is to like, when we look in the mirror, we focus on the one thing that we don't like, um, rather than like, seeing the beauty that God has created in us. Um, And so I would just like, be like, oh, I hate my nose or like look at other people's nose, which is just sounds so silly to like say it. But the Lord has worked in that. And I really don't yeah. like feel I, I do not like feel that anymore. Um But no, more funny. more recently, I think it's just like the battle of continuing to compare myself with other women of like, how do I look as we age? You know, yeah. it's like, OK, so. Like, gray hair, wrinkles, like, all of those things are starting to come for me, like, the very beginning. And just, like, trying to kill it, like, right away of, like, no, mm-hmm. I do not need to worry about this or be so self-absorbed over it. Mm-hmm. um, And recognizing that, like, my beauty comes from the Lord and um, fighting those battles. Bathing suit shopping is, like, awful Because I just get like, okay, this is a woman podcast. We can talk about this. But like, I get so self-conscious about my boobs. (laughs) And and I'm like, you know, like some women are like, oh, I wish I had less. And I'm like, I wish I had some. (laughs) Let's just be real. Um but no, we're um, we're all at different points, you know. So it's like yeah. some might want more of something and some might want less. And yeah the issue. Right. I'm like, less booty
1: hanging out the side would be nice. And girls are like, I need something to hold my bottoms up. And I'm like, here, take some
0: of my... <laughs> uh, Right. So it's just uh, like continuing to fight and, you know, remind mm-hmm. ourselves of what is true. And so like even like between your body image struggles, and my body image struggles, they look differently, and other women yeah. um, have different types of body struggles i mean we when it goes you know to the more extremes, like women will struggle with restrictive eating um, mm-hmm. we there's a huge rise in bulimia and anorexia
1: absolutely mm-hmm. um,
0: there's just like obsessiveness with like either. Um, weighing themselves every day or dieting, um, obsessive dieting. Um, mm-hmm. they, I would even put in the category and maybe this is getting like, maybe I'm stepping on toes now, but like body image can express itself in someone who is obsessive about their clothing and makeup.
1: Oh, and, absolutely.
0: Like the vanity of like, I have to look on point at all mm-hmm. times. And what if I'm not on point and I run into someone and they see me, you know, that is a body image issue. And so we have to fight the, the fight of like, what, what is true about me and what is true Mm -hmm. beauty. Now I'm not saying that you don't take care of yourself and you don't bathe and do your hair and you know, (laughs) that's also taking, taking care of, The body that God has given you. So there are extremes in other ways. But the point is body image looks different for everyone and how they struggle. Um, And so that just because maybe Casey's story looks one way and my story looks one way, like your story might look a different way. Um, Absolutely. But um, kind of turning turning now to like, okay, so how, that's what body image is. That's what like you've struggled with. I struggle with, um, what does victory look like for us in fighting this battle?
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. It's a work in progress. That's, it's a fight for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think just the biggest victory I have found, um, like we were just talking about is, you know, when I first started struggling with this in college, I didn't know the Lord. Mm. I didn't have a relationship with him. So it felt so hopeless of like, okay, well, this is just what's true about me. This is just how I feel. And that's, you know, that's just, what's going to be part of my life. You know, that's just how I'm going to feel forever. Um, and now like having, you know, just believed like who God is and what he's done for me and living in that fullness. Um, Even when it gets really hard and when it feels hopeless, I still know the truth of like that the Lord has made me in his image and, you know, that he will use believers alike to, you know, further his kingdom and, um, that he has gifted me in different ways and things like that. And so, um, we can cling to that hope of who Jesus is and how he has designed us and shaped us and, um, the reality is most of the times I don't feel that way, but I still know that to be true. Mm -hmm. And that's what I have to remind myself of. Um, Yeah. I think just reminding myself of truth has been very necessary. There are Bible verses that I have memorized in the past and have to keep reminding myself of, um, and we'll, you Know we can share some specifics of yeah, those. What are, but I think, let's just
0: pause just, there and like share some of those verses with me right now. Of like say what, that again, yeah. Like, let's just pause right there and what are some of okay. those verses? Like, you know, you say, like yeah. fighting. Ooh. I love how yeah. you're like memorizing those scriptures, not just like I yeah. know them, but like, what are some of them that you've memorized? Yeah,
1: one that I like am currently working on, and like, um, I'm leading a salt D group here, and so we. Like I, the last couple of weeks, I have everyone bring their memory verse and recite it to the group. And mm. um, mine is Proverbs 31:30 30, that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Mm. And I have to remind myself, like, that's a promise. It's yeah. not like you, you know, the Lord might, you might be praised, or maybe it's like, you, you will be praised if you are like following the Lord and like caring a lot more about your soul than you are about your outward appearance, you know? And first mm-hmm. Samuel sixteen seven is just another one. Um, in short, it's like that the Lord doesn't look at the things people look at. People mm-hmm. look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at our heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Psalm one thirty nine is filled with like God has knit you together in your mother's womb. He made you this way. Like, um, yeah, in First Peter three three, don't let your beauty consist of outward things. That's just kind of like the broad spectrum. But like the elaborate hairstyles, the yeah. fine jewelry, like kind of what we've been talking about that um but rather it it really just keeps coming back to like, but how's your heart? Mm. Because if you look a certain way and are a certain pant size and a certain weight. And, you know, you're not like loving the Lord. It's like, that is, I mean, it doesn't last exactly. Like, you know, what we'll see is like, we're aging. Our our bodies are never probably going to look the way that they do right now. Mm -hmm. And they're going to keep changing. And yeah, what about for you? What are some of the verses that you've clung to in some of those seasons?
0: Yeah, I mean... You you already said a lot of them. Psalm 139 has been really special to me over the years. My mom used mm-hmm. to quote it to me, um, just, like, when I would get um, down about, like, my cleft lip and palate, um, mm-hmm. just, like, being reminded that, like, God has knit us together, and He makes no mistakes. God is a perfect God who makes no mistakes. And so he creates perfectly and on purpose. And so Mm -hmm. when we were created, we were created on purpose. And that includes our physical body. It includes our emotional body too. But like it includes our physical body and God does not make mistakes. And so like the truth of that um, has really stuck with me. Over the years, um, another one just like this is more broad, but <clears throat> 2 corinthians four seventeen um, this is this the passage is really talking about suffering, but the end of it talks about how we focus or fix our eyes on things that are unseen rather than things that are seen, because things that are seen are temporary, and the things that are unseen are eternal, and just a reminder that like everything I can see right now in the mirror or in a picture is going mm-hmm. to one day be gone, you know? And like, if I remind myself of like eternity and the fact that like my body is temporary, this is going to fade. I will be buried one day and raised mm-hmm. with Christ. And that is, our soul is what is eternal. And so what am Absolutely. I what am I looking to create what is beautiful? Am I creating what is beautiful by the help of the Holy Spirit, my soul that will last forever or am I focusing on what's temporary that will just continue to diminish over time and one day be buried in the grave, you know? Yeah. Um and i think like the last the last would be second corinthians 10:5 taking every thought captive and making it obedient to christ and that one for me is just whatever i'm battling whether it be body image or something else like the reminder that like the holy spirit has given us the power to take our thoughts captive mm-hmm. and make them obedient to christ the passage like the verse right before it talks about how like we are battling against a spiritual realm with spiritual forces because we have the Holy Spirit. And so, um, just the power that we have to take those thoughts captive. As soon as we see something, we can say, nope, I'm going to kill that. Because if, even if you give it a little bit of time and think a little bit more, then it's just going to fester and grow and grow and grow. Um, so taking those thoughts captive right away, um, has really, really helped, um, but yeah, I think you hit on some really great passages and, um, yeah. So scripture memory and, you know, like posting memory verses. I, I mean, anyone who's been in my house sees like verses posted everywhere for me, like above your sink, above my sink, which those have I need to like rewrite them cause they're all wet <laughs> now. Um, but yeah, I've got them above my sink, above my stove, on my mirror, mm-hmm. on, you know, everywhere, but Those are wonderful to fill our minds with truth. What are some other practical things that have helped you have victory?
1: Yeah, I think, like, just the people I've been surrounded by. Like, Mm -hmm. the Lord puts people in our life just for us to walk with. And um, I have a lot of just really good friends that know this struggle and are good about reaching out and just, like, asking how I've been doing. And praying for me and reminding me of truth um and then also just Jordan has also been a really sweet voice in that of like just reminding me what's true and um just listening but also just like being there when I'm having a hard time and just like reminding me that it's okay you know Mm -hmm. so um yeah I think those are some of the big things would you have any other to add
0: um I, I mean, I think you're right. I think some other things would be like, um, uh, for me. And again, this is like personal, uh, social media, just like get rid of it.
1: Mm -hmm, (laughs) It's just not,
0: mm -hmm. it wasn't helpful for me to see, um, photos. Um, it just turns straight to comparison, um, for every area of my life, (laughs) Uh, Not even just body image, but comparison kills joy. And if I can eliminate things that I'm going to compare myself to that aren't necessary, I'm going to do it. Um, What?
1: Yeah.
0: uh, Eliminating things that encourage me to look at myself. So, um, full body mirrors. Like I don't have one on our main level. We have one downstairs in the basement, just because it's an antique from my grandma. Um, but it, that has for me, I'm like, I don't, I don't need it. And if I'm going to, like, if I'm going to like see myself every day and like walk by it and like think bad thoughts about myself, like it's not helpful. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's just important to remind ourselves again of like what we spend our times looking at is going to change what we think. And so if we're looking at ourselves whether it be in a mirror or on pictures or mm-hmm. whatever that is, if we're spending more time looking at ourselves and thinking about ourselves rather than fixing our eyes on Jesus, that's gonna set us up poorly. Um, yeah, totally. And God, God has created us so uniquely that when when we look at ourselves in those moments, we should be reflecting God's beauty and God's image. And so when we're focused on just the temporary, we're not reflecting what God wants us to reflect because we were created in God's image and we are image bearers. So when we when we change that and we want to be our own image bearer, because that's really what it is. When we fight for like our own good body image, like that's because we want the glory and God. Yeah. And God doesn't get the glory. But if we look to bring God the glory and reflect his image, that's that's what matters. Um, and I just think like reminding ourselves of like, okay, am I being an image bearer today? And what does that look mm. like? Uh, we were all designed to be image bearers and to worship God and make him great. That Absolutely. Period. You know? Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and that's like for another podcast, we could spend a whole lot more on that. But um, just where are we drawing attention? Are we drawing the attention to ourselves or the glory for God? Um, totally. So yeah, so we've talked about what does body image look like? We've talked about victories. Um, but let's also talk about like some pendulum swings we can have here. So you know, someone might, and I have definitely in my life swung the pendulum like both ways, where it's like, okay, yeah. so my body is God's temple. So I'm going to exercise every single day and I'm never going to eat one gram of sugar because my body is God's temple and I'm going to make it the best, you know. Or you could swing the pendulum the other way and say, I am made just the way God made me. I'm perfect in his sight and I can enjoy all things and have no discipline. (laughs) Um, Those are two extremes and neither one of those extremes to their fullest are the healthiest for us. So what does it look like to find that middle ground? Um, What would you say? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, exactly that's kind of the point, is what does it look like for us to find middle ground? Because it's important to steward the body God's given us, but he's also given us good gifts, one of those being, like, good food and drinks. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to enjoy them and not to overindulge or whatever. But, um, yeah, I think just... Having, you know, the the reality that, like for me, we set some goals of like, hey, I'd like to, you know, work out twice a week or like live twice a week with a friend. But I think too, I've, um I've struggled with restricting a lot in the past mm-hmm. and not really like knowing what it was exactly like, just being like, oh, yeah, like I can't eat that because, you know, it'll make me look bad or whatever. And just Realizing that I had some disordered eating Mm -hmm. from like just different influences of good food, bad food, and so yeah, I think you know it it can look different for everyone. I think for me is like it's okay to like have a good drink or a treat, and I think I'm still trying to grow now and like honoring when my body's full though, and not like going past that point and feeling yucky about it. but also not telling myself, like, you can't eat cake because it's bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't – it's hard specifics. I think everyone, depending on what you struggle with, that will look a little bit differently. But yeah. I think, for me, it's healthy to have, like, goals and, like, a habit of eating healthy and working out. But also, like, on the weekends when we Sabbath, we're like, we're going to eat good food tonight and we're not yeah. going to feel bad about it, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah. I love how – um Jim elliot i don 't have the quote in front of me, but he um he talked about he was very like he worked out a lot and like but he had the goal of i I work out and I stay healthy so that I can serve God with all my energy and for longer days, you know where yeah. it's like yeah. okay, well, what is your reason behind why are you working out? Why are you eating mm-hmm. healthy and I think that's important for us too. Um, and like you said, the middle ground, it's like, it is important to take care of our body and have discipline because Titus talks, the book of Titus talks a lot about being self-controlled people living good, Mm -hmm. godly lives. So we must have self-control. That is a, that is a fruit of the spirit. Um, but also we are also able to enjoy, like you said, the good gifts of God. Um, so that middle ground is really important. Um, but yeah, as we wrap it up, what would you say to someone who's listening today that is really struggling with this? What would, like, if you're just sitting across the table from this woman, Mm -hmm. what would you say?
1: Yeah, I think, um, I think I've learned even over the years that people maybe that I would look at and be like, oh, I'd love to have a body that looks like that, which I know is wrong. They're also struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think just like the reality that like we're not alone like there are so many women who deal with this on a regular basis and I think just like the reality is you have other women that are feeling the same thing but also just the biggest truth that we need to remember is like the Lord sees us and he cares for us and he he is with us in Mm -hmm. the fight and one of the other verses I'm starting to memorize now is Matthew 630, which just essentially says if, if the Lord cares for the wildflowers that are here and thrown into the fire tomorrow, like how much more will he care for you? Mm -hmm. Why do you have so little faith? Um, so that's just a good reminder for me, like in general of life, but can be very specific to body image. When I feel like the Lord doesn't see me, he doesn't know that I'm hurting. Like, Mm -hmm. why do I keep struggling with this? just like being rooted in the truth of like the Lord sees that he cares and he's not surprised by any of it and yep. just asking for his help. Um, and the last thing I would say is like the reality could be that someone who's listening to this is really struggling and hasn't like talked to anyone about it. Yeah. Um, I think there's something really beautiful about, um, being women of the Lord that are like just honest with, things that are hard, Mm -hmm. and not acting like we need to have it all together, or, you know, um, I think there are a lot of, like, for me, this is some very, like, deep and hurting parts of my soul Mm. wrapped up in this, but I think it's so good to remind ourselves that we have other people that are with us, and that it's just good to, like, talk to someone so that when I'm struggling, I can reach out to you mm-hmm. and say, can you pray for me yeah. for this reason? Cause you already know what yeah. I'm walking through. Yeah. So yeah. What would you add anything last parting
0: Yeah, reminders I think, or, I think just for, for the woman to know that, like, yeah, like you said, you're, you're not alone. God cares for you. He sees you. Um, and, and I, I also want to add the asterisk of, um, If, if you are a woman who specifically is struggling with bulimia or anorexia, seek help, um, right away. And I, Mm I don't, I don't want to miss the opportunity that maybe someone is struggling with that in, in the dark. Um, and, um, yeah seek help and start by just telling your closest friend that you're struggling Mm -hmm. with this and Mm -hmm. ask them for help. And, um, a resource I would, I would point you to is, is seek counseling, um, for that. Um, and also like see a doctor for it as well. Um, I think Mm -hmm. you need both, um, but, if you're around the Cedar Valley area and you're listening to this Candale Counseling Center um is a great place to start and if they don't have any openings or maybe they don't feel um like they can take on your case for whatever reason, they're wonderful at pointing you to other resources. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I don't want to miss that opportunity to speak to someone Absolutely. who is struggling with that. But um, any other resources that you would add, Casey, for anybody?
1: Yeah, I so specific like to me and this may not be like the most helpful to everyone, but something that I did in the past was um, went through like a book called Intuitive Eating. Um, paired with like counseling mm-hmm. with like a dietitian and it's specific to like nutrition but also body image um, and that was really helpful because I just realized for whatever reason maybe growing up or just the media I just had a really skewed view of food mm-hmm. um, I think you know they just explained like food is food it gives you energy everything like can be okay in moderation mm-hmm. and like with some boundaries but like I think, you know, I would be like, if I eat this cupcake, I'm going to get fat or my pants aren't going to fit. And it's Mm. just like, that doesn't happen. It's like a process of like not being healthy is when you get to a bad spot. It doesn't happen by eating one dessert. Like it's okay to have dessert, you know? So, um, that was really good. It's just the book's called intuitive eating and, um, I think just the risen motherhood podcasts have also been helpful for me. There's specific ones for like after having a baby that I've had to listen to and remind myself of. Um, yeah, just, I, you know, and this is not like a specific, but I think just like having friends that are good, like people for you to go to that remind you of what's true and just Mm. help you in those hard times. And, um, and this isn't a resource, but just a helpful tip. Like, I mean, it's really good for just me is like being able to just take comments with a grain of salt. Like I think, you know, I'm careful, I guess with what I comment on about someone's body because I don't want, I'm, I'm careful in terms of like, I don't want to say, wow, did you lose weight? You look so good. Because Mm. then I feel like there's, it's just, there's so much more to it that we might not see. Um, But even if someone were to say something about my appearance or my weight, just being like, okay, like, I don't have to internalize that I can go back to what the Lord says is true. And like reminding myself that my heart and soul are a lot more important Mm. than what I look like on the outside. So just being able to take, you know, those thoughts captive taking comments with a grain of salt and being able to just remind yourself of what's true is just something that's helpful yeah um yeah yeah any other resources that you would add
0: yeah i just i like i said counseling um books reading biographies about other people just like getting your mind off yourself um yeah reading books about who god is like reminding ourselves of who god is and that we are limited creatures so that would be like uh jen wilkins none like him or Mm j.i packer's knowing god um those aren't specific to body image but again like we draw our attention off ourselves um i mentioned earlier tim keller's self forgetfulness freedom of self forgetfulness yeah um so yeah those are a few um desiring god and the gospel coalition both have really have a great selection of articles on body image if you just go to either one of those websites and type that in um Mm -hmm. you can see those there but um yeah, that's all I would add for resources. Um, but thank you so much, Casey, for joining us and just sharing your story with us. And, yeah, um, absolutely. How God is, has brought victory to you um, and how you're currently walking through it um, and just the honesty that you share with us. Um, we pray that this is helpful for someone listening um, Mm -hmm. and that will just start the conversation um, with another believing friend. So thanks so much, Casey.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.